Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast of thevikingage.com. We do this every Monday night at 6.15 p.m. and every Thursday night at the same time right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. And if you miss it, we got you covered in podcast form the very next day on Apple and Spotify. But however you listen, make sure you're liking, subscribing, giving us a good review because we never want you to miss a new episode. My name is Chris Shad. I am a contributor at the Viking Age as well as Zone Coverage and Bring Me the News. On your right is my co-host Adam Patrick, who is the managing editor of the Vikings podcast. And Adam, trivia is more of your thing. The Vikings did not play yesterday. So how about we discuss some of the things that happened around the NFL and uh, maybe maybe a couple of hot takes I got here. Sounds good to me. I do have, it's not trivia, but a kind of a, a random fact that I found out today doing some research for an article that in 2004, uh, heading into week eight, the Vikings were five and one, the Packers were three and four, and the Eagles were six and oh. Of hmm. course, we know this year the Eagles are six and oh, the Packers are three and four, and the Vikings are five and one. Uh, so I that's just a coincidence, but I thought it was interesting. And the, the, the Packers went on to win the division, the Vikings got in the playoffs still at eight and eight. With the wild card, that was the shoot the moon playoff game, and the Eagles were the number one seed in the NFC. So we'll see uh, how that folds out this year. And how, and we all know how that season ended with uh, going to uh, Philly and in Philadelphia, and our yeah. star receiver got mad and yeah. demanded. Well, he didn't demand a trade. It was Red McCombs more saying, "Screw you guys, we're getting rid of Randy Moss." Yeah. Um, I, I guess before we get started, I, I feel like I should pour some out for you uh, after your Padres got bounced. Uh, yeah. You know, that's what's in. The goose did not get loose. Uh, they beat Bryce, the Dodgers. They beat Bryce the Dodgers, did not lose. Uh, definitely. I, I don't know, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. They did it. They got, they got as far as they did without arguably their best player on their roster. So, I mean, now they, now they'll have expectations next year and, uh, I mean, I'm not a giant baseball fan, but it was just fun because the whole city, we haven't had anything to cheer about since, you know, since the Chargers left, really. And San Diego State's all right in football every year, but, you know, they're not, it's not going to capture the whole city like the, the Padres did. But it was fun. It was it was a good time. They beat the Dodgers, and I think a lot of people can still be excited about that because the Dodgers were supposed to what, win the whole thing. Yeah. 
in a, in a landslide. We were supposed to have the Yankees Dodgers World Series. And right. That didn't turn out. Nope. So instead we have Phillies who I guess we all know our feelings towards Philadelphia and yeah. the Astros who uh, probably have some kind of like. Like uh, who do you root for? <laughs> You root for football season. You root for <laughs> this to end. And I don't know, like Minnesota fans have like not, nothing to cheer for anymore. It, yeah. It's all dead. You know what else could be dead? The Green Bay Packers, because, oh. oh, my, was that a game to watch yesterday? Losing to the Washington Commanders 23 to 21. It is possible that the Vikings won without even playing yesterday because the Packers had just 232 yards of total offense. They had 38 yards rushing. The commanders held onto the ball for 37 minutes. Jair Alexander, who was making $21 million this year, requested to shadow Terry McLaurin, and it did not work out because McLaurin had five catches for 73 yards and a go-ahead touchdown in the third quarter. Hey, Adam, you want some trivia? Who did the Packers take ahead of Terry McLaurin in uh, that year's NFL draft? When was he drafted? Uh, I did not. This is all like, <laughs> I know who the, what the answer is, but I don't know. Uh, is it, is is it Gary? Gary? He's not Rashawn. He was the first round pick. Terry McLaurin was a third round pick. Uh, you want to take another sig- swing? Amari I think you have Rogers? the right draft though. It, it was Amari not Rogers? Amari Rogers. Damn. He looks pretty rough too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was the 2019 NFL draft where the Packers took Jay Sternberger oh, ahead yeah. of, uh, yeah, <laughs> who uh, treated Aaron Rodgers like a stepdad because he yeah. just wanted him to be happy and proud of him. And Perfect. Uh, Perfect. that didn't happen because he wasn't very good. Actually, Jay Sternberger actually tweeted after uh, the Packers took him, like, I am shocked the Packers didn't take Terry McLaurin. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, that, that happened. So was Aaron so, Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers uh, very much wishes he had Terry McLaurin right now because he had uh, he basically went to Checkdown City on uh, Sunday, which is not anywhere near Suplex City, I believe. But 23 of 35, 194 yards, two touchdowns, a crisp 5.54 yards per attempt. Aaron Jones had nine catches for 53 yards and two touchdowns. And after the game, he said, this is the best thing that could ever happen to us. He was probably high on drugs because he takes drugs. And oh, yeah, the Packers play the Bills on national television next week. So with the loss, the Vikings now have a two and a half game lead in the NFC North. So my question for you is, are you still concerned about the Green Bay Packers? Uh, I wish I could say no, but there's too much season left to uh, feel too confident to feel overconfident about uh, the Vikings winning the North. Uh, also, because we know the Vikings' history of you know just because it started this well doesn't mean it's going to end as well. But this is a new regime. Hopefully, you know things happen differently. Um, but we've seen the Packers go on runs in the past where they just win a couple games in a row and they start to heat up. They, tr- they start to find their groove. This is a team that's won thirteen games in, in like the last three years each year. So it's not like. And they have a lot of the players that are that are that were from those teams besides Devontae Adams. So they can win, but I don't know what's going on with them right now. I, I enjoy that they're losing, but and and we still have a lot of questions about the Vikings. We don't know. Uh, you know, a lot of people have a lot of questions about the Giants and how legitimate their start is. Well, I think a lot of people feel the same way about the Vikings because all their games have been pretty close, and there's a couple of them that they've been pretty lucky. They 
you know, playing against the Saints and they get the double doink um, and, you know, beating the Dolphins, uh, escaping out of there and escaping the Lions um, and the Bears, uh, getting that strip of uh, Amir Smith-Marset, now a Kansas City Chief. Um, yeah, I'm not... It, it's it's nice. It's nice to have, like, a this... They have... Um, I guess the Vikings have like some leeway to like they can make a mistake or two here, but they cannot like put their guard down and be like, all right, the divisions are it's easy, you know, easy from here. They still have plenty of tough games on their schedule. They still have to go to Green Bay, you know, in December or is it January? Late December, early mm-hmm. January. It's um, uh, actually New Year's Day. Yeah, it's not going to be fun. It's going to be cold. Yeah. I think it's a night game, so it's going to be cold. Um, so um, it's. It's fun to watch the Packers lose always, um, especially in this fashion where like they're not supposed to. Uh, it's fun to watch Taylor Heineke beat them, um, who I believe is six and three in his last nine starts. So uh, Reds, not whoa, Commanders. Um, maybe Cincinnati Reds love the Reds. Joey, yeah. <laughs> big Joey Votto guy. <laughs> Commanders, uh, maybe uh, play him because he actually throws the ball to Terry McLaurin. Um, but now I'm kind of now I'm kind of worried about the commanders in uh, two weeks here. You know, a little frisky, a little frisky. They're they're feeling pretty good. You know, once upon a time, Aaron Rodgers said R E L A X. Now he's saying A Y A H U A S C A Ayahuasca because he's high and on drugs, just like the rest of the Packers. There is a a power struggle going on in Green Bay. And you know what happened the last time there was a power struggle? Aaron Rodgers wanted to kick Mike McCarthy's ass and he wound Mm -hmm. up running him out of Green Bay. The Green Bay Packers, I I don't have the cap number up there, but Luke Braun tweeted it. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk until I actually find it. But I, I mean the fact that the Packers basically sank their, you know, hitched their wagon to this guy at this point when he's on drugs and he's like sitting there with his guitar and he's like that one guy in your college dorm, you just been like Oh, got to get to class. And really, you were just going to go play NCAA 14. Mm-hmm. I finally got it pulled up. So the Packers right now have Aaron Rodgers signed through 2026. That is his age 43 season. Uh, next season, he carries a cap number of $31.6 million. Less than Kirk Cousins. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, 2024, that goes up to $40.7 million. Uh, 2025, it is $59.3 million. And in 2026, it is $53.4 million, a little bit less. So maybe that's not that bad. And if they uh, decide to cut him in 2026, they save $30 million against the cap. So uh, that would be pretty good. But, you know, when the Vikings beat the Packers in week one, they were without Alan Lazard. They were out. David Bakhtiari and they were without Elgin Jenkins mm-hmm. and that that's a bad team when those guys are down but you look at the rest of this team like this is just a bad team in general like look at their draft picks I, I got it pulled up right now so you got Jair Alexander this is since Brian Guttenkunst uh took over basically actually no that wasn't a Guttenkunst pick I believe I last three years you know Jordan Love AJ Dillon Josiah DeGuara Kamal Martin John Runyon Jr., Jake Hansen, Simon Stepniak, big Simon Stepniak guy, 
Vernon Scott, <laughs> Jonathan Garvin. Next year, Eric Stokes, Josh Myers, Amari Rogers, Royce Newman. Tur- uh, I almost call him Turdell Slayton. Close enough. Shamar Jean Charles, Cole Van Lanen, Isaiah McDuffie, Kylan Hill. Uh, this past year, Quay Just Walker, up names. Devontae Water. I, I know this is like uh, the random Madden generator. Christian yeah. Watson, Sean Ryan, <laughs> Romeo Dobbs, who's Devontae Adams 2.0, but can't oh, yeah. run the proper route. <laughs> Zach Tom, Kingsley Engabare, Tariq Carpenter, Jonathan Ford, Rasheed Walker, Samori Toure. They had four seven-round picks. Rick Spielman would be proud. <laughs> this team's not good. No. This team sucks. Their quarterback's <laughs> high. They, they, they can't. Like, uh, and, and you know what, it would be totally proper if Aaron Rodgers just rose from the dead next week and beat the bills. Mm-hmm. Like he is basically the Vikings version of like the undertaker because like wrestlers would always try and like stuff him in a casket, light him on mm-hmm. fire, throw him off a cliff, run him over with a semi. Uh, they did everything except for shoot him. And every time he'd come back and like the casket would be on fire and he'd get, like kick out the door and he'd go and kill everyone like this is basically uh, Michael Myers for those of you who don't speak wrestling he Aaron Rodgers is like Michael Myers to the Vikings right now because at the end of the season I I don't know is is Matt LaFleur gonna go to Aaron Rodgers and finally be like you know you're right the offense is too complicated we don't have the weapons right now we're gonna run the hell out of the ball with AJ Dillon and uh, Aaron Jones because that's basically what they should do but I, I don't know I I am a little worried, but I mean, I, I think that the Vikings have built a big enough cushion and have a schedule with enough winnable games where, I mean, we, we talked about it last week, if they win 10 games, which I think they should, they'll win the North because the rest of the division is that bad. Yeah. Um, I think I saw something yesterday where Aaron Rodgers hasn't thrown for over 300 yards in his last 10 games. So um, when yeah, do we I get start the to- adder all out? When do we start to point the fingers at him? I mean, he's not he's not playing well. Five what'd you say, five, five and a half, you know, average yards per attempt yesterday he had? Yeah. Like that's that's on him. He, he's not trusting his receivers. I don't know if, you know, that's more on him or on them. It seems like every after every game he's throwing them under the bus. I mean, like, you know, they have to get better at this. We have to get better at this. There's not a whole lot of, you know, saying, you know, that falls on me or whatever in his press conferences. It's a lot of like the defense has to get better. The receivers have to get better. The running backs, the offensive line. And he just, you know, conveniently leaves out the quarterback. Um, but a lot of this comes down to him. He's the one who he's, he's the guy who makes the decisions. He can audible out of plays to, to make the better decisions and he can throw downfield if he wants. Like how often have we seen the Packers just just even like try and make plays down the field this year just to even just get like a pass interference? How many times has Aaron Rodgers done that in his career where he just doesn't even matter if the guy's open? He'll just throw it down the field because he's like, oh, I'll, just, I'll either get it'll be incomplete. He'll catch it or I'll get a flag. And he, I haven't seen any of that this year. Um, you know, it just it seems like I don't know if he's he's already checked out like he's ready to retire. I've seen some of those rumors floating around like this. He's probably just going to retire after this year anyways, which would be like, then why did you even come back and and sign Mm -hmm. an extension, which the, I believe if he retired, the Packers would still be on the hook for like a boatload of money. Anyways, 
Um, I don't, I don't know. It's still, it's still early. It is still early. It's, it's, they're not as good as they were the last few years. That's, that's, they already have as many losses as they had last year. So that's pretty clear. But, um, yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. <laughs> Cause I feel like there's a scenario where the Vikings go on like a mini losing streak and the pack, the Packers win a few <clears throat> games in a row and it's like, Oh no. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not ready to you know throw them off to the side and be like, who cares about the Packers? It's almost like the Packers have switched spots with the Vikings. Correct. You know, like the last couple of years, the Packers have won 13 games. You're like, how are you winning? How are they winning these games? They're, yeah. they're playing, you know, I, I guess. And like, now it's like in the Vikings, we're just like, we got to get back to 500. We're in this hole. Like we get, we got to get, we got to get going. There's another level and they never got to that level. So I don't know. I, I mean, it, it is very interesting to look at the Packers, but uh, right now they're not a playoff team. So let's look at the teams that do matter in the NFC right now. Hold on. Do you and think they're, is- do you think they're any better with Devontae Adams? Are they three and four? Does he make that much of a difference? They might have an extra win okay. or two. Yeah. I maybe they're four and three, maybe they're five and two. Because I don't think their I, defense I mean, is playing that great. No, it's not. So and that's supposed to be it's supposed to be like heading into the year that people are like, oh, it's gonna be like top three defense. And then like But they're chuck they're they're throwing the ball more than running it right now. And which I mean, is if you, which is so dumb. <laughs> they have two yeah. they have two really good running backs, and you're like they do, yeah. And a good offensive line. Like yeah. Yeah. It, it it makes very little sense what they're doing right they, now. They also like, don't have it's a, like a power struggle, basically. They also, yeah, they also don't have a bye until week 14. Huh, good luck. That is a long time away. <laughs> they don't even get like a middle of the season to be like, let's okay, let's figure things out. No, they gotta wait till week 14 to get a bye. That's crazy. That that is a long time. Uh the NFC right now, though, very wide open. Because right now Philly was on by just like the Vikings. They're at six and zero. The Vikings are five and one. They are the two seed right now because they're a division champion, and the New York Giants are not. Uh, Seattle, <laughs> Seattle yeah. is four and three. Seahawks country, let's ride. And Tampa <laughs> Bay is. They look a lot like the twenty ten Vikings. Right yeah, now. I saw you tweet that yesterday. I was like, oh, that's that's really good. Yeah, they they. Uh, might be something I'm working on right now, but, right. um, yeah, Tampa Bay is three and four right now. And Tom Brady looks like he'd rather, I, I don't know. Yeah, like, but who's I, I don't think well? he wants to be home. I don't think he wants to be, uh, who's playing well in that division though. Nobody, like they got, they got to do, they don't have to do anything. They could, they could win eight and nine, probably win that division. Right. Yeah. So it, I, I mean, you probably have sub 500 team winning the South, then the rest, the wild cards. You have the New York Giants at six and one, which I mean, they're kind of like the other version of the Vikings, where it's just like they're six and one, but are they good? They're a like, Saquon Barkley injury away from being like not in the playoffs. If he doesn't correct. stay healthy for the most of the season, they're what do they do? What who do they have? They don't have yeah, they don't have anyone else. It like I, I was watching yesterday and I'm just like Daniel Jones is just capitalizing that Quan Barkley's in the yeah. backfield. Yeah. It's like he has a hundred yards rushing because everybody's keyed in on Barkley and it's like I'll just run yeah. twenty yards this Listen, way. They have like, a good de- they have good defense, they have a good pass rush. Mm-hmm. I'll give them, I'll give him that. But like, yeah, if Saquon Barkley gets injured, they're, they're done. 
They're done. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dallas is five and two. They got Dak back, but they didn't look very good against mm-hmm. Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, I don't think Dan Campbell's going to make it in Detroit. Mm-mm, by the way, <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to go back to the power plant working for Mister ha- Burns. What do they have? Um, six points in the last two games. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not looking too good, and no, no. you know that high powered offense seems to have taken a step back. Uh, the LA Rams are three and three. That is, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It, it I don't know about feels like yeah. it, it feels like that seven seed is going to be a lot like last year where it's like a pillow fight. Like, no, you take it, you take it, you take it. <laughs> um, because right behind the Rams are the 49ers, uh, who we'll talk about in a little bit, the Falcons, the Packers, yeah. the commanders, and this week's opponent, the Arizona Cardinals. So, yeah. I mean, you look at this, it's just like, I don't, this, this conference is wide open. Like even Philly, they've looked dominant, but they've had stretches where they've needed a last second win against uh, Arizona. They played three bad quarters against the uh, Cowboys at home. Like there, there've been moments. Mm -hmm. I will put it that way. They were down, they were down 14 points to the Jaguars at home Mm -hmm. in that hurricane. So (laughs) they didn't score any points in the second half against the Vikings. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this this NFC is right there uh, the Eagles are are clearly the the best team because they're undefeated and they they've they've looked like the best team. Um I don't think there's a team in the NFC that that can has looked any better than than the Eagles. And then yeah, like like the Vikings and Giants, they're on on the path to the playoffs. They just have to, you know, stay healthy for the rest of the way. The Cowboys look pretty good. Outside of those four teams, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't even be surprised if like the Falcons made the playoffs. I really, I really, yeah, because uh, with the way that the NFC is, yeah, I really wouldn't. The Sea, C- okay, the Seahawks. I like the way the Seahawks are playing. This, they just play really well under uh, Pete Carroll. He like he's he's a good coach, and and Russell Wilson leaving is a clear it makes it very clear that Pete Carroll is a, is a good coach because Geno I- Smith is balling out. Yeah, I I think we're seeing why Russ got booed in that yeah. Monday game because yeah. I honestly I think his success went to his head. I I think you know with all the subway commercials and uh, let's ride and like you know all the all the weird kind of quirky things. It's kind of like yeah, you know, <laughs> I I eat subway subs with the wrappers on. Did you tell? Okay. Were you the one that told me that it has like bell peppers on it? That's the yeah. That's so the, so like the, <laughs> the spiciest thing is that there's banana peppers banana. on the Ross Witch or whatever it's oh, called, yeah. the Danger Witch or yeah, whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Banana so it's peppers. just like, oh, uh, okay, dude. <laughs> Not even jalapenos. Like, like I don't know. Like Pete Carroll's just got him playing well, and yeah. I I don't know if it'll last. I mean, DK Metcalf went down. That's not a good injury for them. But, I mean, mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker, he yeah, was yeah, my yeah. number one running back coming into the draft. I liked him more yeah. than Brees Hall. He Even though Brees Hall looked fantastic he before he too. blew his knee out. But, um, I mean, Kenneth Walker's a beast. They they got a really good offensive lineman in the draft. Gino's playing lights out. I, I mean, they're going to be in position, uh, yeah, to maybe make the playoffs. And, I mean – their yeah. team, maybe you look at next year as a team that's one quarterback away from you know being a real contender in the maybe, NFC. Maybe they have a <laughs> maybe Geno is they, the guy. They, they could. Um, yeah. let's get this back to the Vikings. Just wondering, 
you know, what it, I, I hate the conversation that has consumed by week. Cause it's just like, are they legit? Let's look at the schedule. Like what's going on here. But what do the Vikings need to do in your eyes to be legitimate contenders in this mess? Save big on your Memorial day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Just keep winning. Like, it's the NFL. Like, I think um, there, there's a stat I saw recently, like the, the games in the NFL this year have been by a margin of like eight points, like an average of eight points. And that's like, that's, they're on a record pace of like how close all the games are. Games are just close this year. And it, it, what it comes down to is good coaching, you know, not shooting yourself in the foot, you know, good discipline, making plays on special teams, like getting turnovers. And that's, that's all the things the Vikings are doing. So if they can just keep up with, with what they're doing, which I feel like they will, they're going to have the same coaching staff, you know, they're not, you know, they're not going to, their offensive coordinator is not going to quit, uh, you know, after five games this year, like he might've in the past. Um, so I feel confident that they, they can keep this going. They still, they like, they have some tough games coming up on their schedule. Um, but aside from Buffalo, I really don't think there's a team on their schedule where I'm like, oh, they can't win that. They can win even Buffalo with the way that they've started. They can go in there and win a lot of, a lot of things have to go right for that to happen, but they can go in there and win and beat Buffalo. So just keep doing what they're doing. Like don't like there's things that need to change or improve, but don't tweak things too much to where what was working in the first six games isn't able to work in the next 11 because you're, they're five and one. Like, mm-hmm. what? 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 You, that your loss is to the best team in the NFC. What? What more? Do you, what more do you want them to do? So, like, and and the people will say, like, how legit are they? Well, we just talked about. It. Look at the rest of the NFC. How legit is the rest of the NFC? Like, how you right. don't have to beat. Like, I look back to 2017 when the Vikings uh, went on their run or whatever, and that was a year where a lot of things were kind of weird in the rest of the NFL too. Like Aaron Rodgers was hurt and a couple other things too, and it's like. Sometimes you just need those breaks to go on a run. And and at the same time, if the Vikings aren't legit, who expected the Vikings to be legit this year anyways? No one was expecting them to be like a contender or whatever this year. Maybe the Vikings did, but no one from the outside did. And this is this was just looked at like a year where they can kind of improve some things. And then next year is going to be the year where they like try and contend for championships. So the fact that they're doing this already is good. But yeah, just just keep doing what they're doing. I think Kevin O'Connell had a quote last week where he said something along the lines of, I think he was asked, like, do you feel like your team has lived a charmed life? And he's like, well, no, no. Like, uh, and I mean, we we've won these games and he's right. He's right. These are games that the Vikings did not win in years past. And I, I mean, they don't have to give them back. Like, I, I hate that cliche, but it's not like the Vikings need to turn around and be like, oh, sorry, we beat you guys. Here's your win back. Minnesota nice. Totally fine. Like, you know, I mean, I think O'Connell believes he has a process. And I mean, 
I was kind of wondering, like going into the buy, I'm like, do you simplify the offense or not? But then I had Cy Amundsen on my podcast, the Homer horn, which you can check out right now on Apple and Spotify. But uh, he, he said, he's like, this is what the Vikings wanted. You don't simplify this. Like that was the narrative. It was, Hey, we can win more games with a more modern offensive scheme and uh, lack of a better word, nicer head coach. Like, you know, <laughs> yes, he, he is. He He's very uh, at least out in the open. He's very friendly. Maybe yeah. behind closed doors. He's For a little more intense, little, you know, whatever. But uh, as yeah. far he's, as the media goes, he's nicer he, than Chris Thomas. He's yes, he he. There is no hell in a cell match become uh, coming between uh, Kevin O'Connell and uh, Chris Thomason right now. Um, and here's the thing: I, I'll lead this into our final point because it's very interesting to me. So, I think that going into the second half, we need to see something better from the offense. I, I think we need to see just more consistency. And I started to wonder what, what would wind up happening if they don't show that? So let's say, you know, maybe the Vikings kind of stumble a little bit. They win the division. Let's say they get bounced in the first and second round. Mm -hmm. What's going on in San Francisco is pretty damn interesting to me Mm -hmm. because the 49ers lost the Kansas city chiefs 44 to 23 on Sunday. They got pounded. Yeah. Yeah, they they had a 13 nothing lead and then the Chiefs were just like we're the Chiefs. Yeah. Yep, so, yep. uh that'll happen. No shame in that, really. But on Thursday, right after we logged off the air, the 49ers traded for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. And now they are left with three picks in the 2023 NFL draft. So, my best Brian Windhorst impersonation is uh <laughs> why would they do that? <laughs> because Think about it. No team has ever gone and been like, hey, we're running back away from this. I mean, maybe like the Cowboys when they drafted Zeke Elliott fourth overall, and that's looking great. The Vikings maybe the Jaguars. Yeah. Or even, uh, you know, when they took Adrian Peterson in the first round. Like teams don't say that anymore. But the 49ers are a team with a pretty good infrastructure. They have great offensive line. They have great weapons. They have a young and dominant defense that's pretty cheap right now. They have an offensive mastermind, although I think Kyle Shanahan is an egomaniac. But uh, outside of that, pretty good coach, or at least people seem to think so. I think the 49ers are a quarterback away from being a legitimate contender, especially in this conference. Jimmy Garoppolo threw for 303 yards, two touchdowns and an interception on Sunday. Uh, I don't think Kyle Shanahan likes Trey Lance. He's a lot like uh, the kid that got the big Christmas present. Now all he wants to do is play with the box. Uh, That's why Jimmy Garoppolo is in there. Plus Trey Lance broke his ankle. But even before that, like it it just, it was weird. So they are probably going into the disgruntled quarterback market. I do. You want Aaron Rodgers right now? Maybe off of name brand, but not so much. Do you want Tom Brady right now? Probably not. So who else could they get? Who does Kyle Shanahan love more than any other quarterback? Kirk freaking cousins. And, and I know, I know there are some people out there that are going to be like, well, the, the, you just want Kirk to leave your hater. If this offense doesn't get better. And if the Vikings don't get where they want to go, 
I mean, Quasi could look at this and go, Kirk, this isn't it. it. We're doing the same thing where it's like Kirk's checking down and we're, we're not getting big plays downfield yeah. and everything else. I mean, even if they're winning, that's what happened to Alex Smith in Kansas city. And I, and I mean, that's the situation everybody wants to bring up like me when they're just like, you want to upgrade a quarterback. But I, I mean, at some point, Flag you up. know, maybe you look at Kirk cousins and go, he's not a fit for this offense. Like, so remember, and remember that's, Joe that's nothing, too, yeah. with Lamar Jackson. That's another one. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not a situation where Kirk sucks. Right. It's just that he might be better suited for a Kevin Stefanski offense, a Gary Kubiak offense, where he's not the fit for a uh, Sean McVay, Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, Kevin O'Connell type of offense. Yeah. And the 49ers last year had a front row seat to this yep. because the Rams saw the same thing and they went and traded for Matthew Stafford and they won the Super Bowl. So when they make a move like this for Christian McCaffrey, I don't think this is about this year's team. I think it's about next year's team. And I think the 49ers are going to, if it's not Kirk Cousins, they're going to go for somebody else. But I mean, that's the main point I'm making is that the 49ers are preparing to go full Rams this offseason. And the last 10 games or uh, math, 11 games, the last 11 games for the Vikings are going to be really important. So if Kirk comes out, looks like himself and starts throwing touchdowns, he might get another fully guaranteed one year extension at the end of the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. If he doesn't, I don't know. I think the Vikings are going to listen because next year's quarterback class, it's a buyer's quarterback class yep. with Bryce Young. You got CJ Stroud. You got Anthony Richardson. You got Will Levis. You have all these quarterbacks. And yeah, yep. not all of them turn out. But I mean, there are some years to get a quarterback and there are some years not to get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I I got tired of the whole bye week conversations. Yeah. And I started when I was watching the Niners. I thought about that because. I think it's a possibility and it makes these last 11 games really interesting, especially when we watch Kirk cousins in the offset offensive side of the ball. Yeah. I think it's not something you can't, you can't rule it out. Uh, another reason because of uh, let's see the, the connections between the 49ers and the Vikings, new GM, Quasi Adolfo Mensa, who mm-hmm. uh, used to be an employee of the Niners in their front office. Same thing with Kevin O'Connell. He also was working for the 49ers. Um, so they have that connection as well. Uh, we know the relationship between Kyle Shanahan and Kirk Cousins. They worked together in Washington. You know, they they liked each other and what they did. Um, so you you just can't rule it out. I I when I just talked when I just blurted out or whatever that that the Ravens brought in Flacco uh, or brought in Lamar for for Flacco, it made me think that. Oh yeah, Lamar Jackson's gonna be a free agent next year. What if the Niners are like gearing up to go after Lamar Jackson and then just have this ridiculous running offense and just have Christian McCaffrey in there and Debo Samuel? Um, so that could be an option too. But yeah, you you can't rule it out with Kirk Cousins, and especially if this season like goes awry or whatever, the Vikings are gonna be looking to just pretty much start over because there's a lot of a lot of older guys. That are uh, their contracts expire at the end of this season. There's some guys you can move on from that it's easier to get other contracts after the season. So if things don't continue to go as well for the Vikings as they are, then yeah, I could I could see that happening. If they make if they win the division and make the playoffs, I don't I don't think Kirk Cousins is gone until 2024 at the earliest. 
Um, I just doesn't mean that they won't draft a quarterback. I don't think that's that's out of the question, regardless of what happens this year. Um, even if they win a Super Bowl, like I don't expect them to win a Super Bowl first off. But even if that happens, you still have to invest in your future, and I think that's not the question. But yeah, you can't you can't rule it out. The the, the there's always going to be a connection to Kyle Shanahan and Kirk Cousins. You know, every offseason, Mike Florio is going to write about the possibility of the 49ers trading for Kirk Cousins, like he does every year, because there's that connection between Kyle Shanahan and Kirk Cousins. It's never going to go away. Um, and yeah, like you said. But, but, but yeah, like you said, they have three picks next year. Next year's draft. Who are they gonna send the Vikings um, for Cousins? Because they're gonna have to send some players over, or trade some players to get some picks if they want to trade for Cousins. Like it can happen. Somebody traded for Baker Mayfield this this past offseason. So let's not let's not say like, oh, who's gonna trade for Kirk Cousins or whatever. Someone traded for Baker Mayfield. So let's let's not. Well, look look at the trade between the Saints and the Eagles this offseason. The Eagles had two first round picks. Oh, then yeah. they wound up trading one to the. So, I mean, I think we'll see a lot of trades that you see in the NBA and NHL where Stop there may be, yeah, there's salary dumps, you mm-hmm. know, like we'll trade you, you know, we'll, tra- we'll trade you this guy if we get a first round pick back. And then they go ahead and they do that. And, and I know a lot of people, I, well, one person in particular uh, wrote because. This is an article at Zone Coverage. If you want to see all my arguments, I laid it out there. And I mean, it, it's not that I want to see Kirk Cousins get traded. Like, I don't like it was more just kind of speculation. Yeah, the 49ers are probably going to look for a quarterback. And I mean, the first guy they're probably going to try is Kirk Cousins right now. I mean, even it doesn't even have to be the 49ers. Like, they, the Vikings <laughs> might get a call from the Indianapolis Colts who just benched Matt Ryan. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to trade for any more quarterbacks. Though. Yeah, I, I think uh, Jim Irsay is just like, yeah, we're tanking, man. Like, uh, get Sam Alexander out there. Maybe the Giants. Bryce Young. Daniel Jones is a free agent. Next year. Maybe the Giants mm-hmm. think like, oh, if we get Kirk Cousins, you know, we can do some things. So. Like another thing we got to think about here, too, is that the Vikings have to pay Justin Jefferson next season. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, trading Kirk throws $18.75 million in dead money onto the cap for next year. That's according to over the cap salary cap calculator. But it also clears $15 million in cap space for next year and $13 million the year after that. Heading into 2024, uh, uh, over the cap salary cap calculator estimates the Vikings have $113.4 million in cap room in 2024. So, I mean, you fit that underneath. I, I mean... You have some void years that kind of mm-hmm. cuts into that a little bit, but I, I mean, it, it, it's something to consider. And I mean, it's going to be very important for this offense to get going and for Kirk Cousins to show, hey, I, I'm a quarterback. Even if my weapons aren't getting open, like Kevin O'Connell kind of hinted at after the Miami game, like I, I can run this offense because if he can't, I, I mean, they got to yeah. think of another situation. So, I don't know. I mean, and like another argument I saw was pretty funny. It's like, well, look at all the game winning drives that uh, Kirk has had. Look at all the three and outs Kirk has produced as well. And I understand you're not going to have a touchdown on every drive, but the Vikings have a problem when it comes to three and outs and short drives. Yeah. Why do they need it's going to bite them? Why do they need those game winning drives? Yeah, because they didn't put offense and do enough to not need those. Uh, Yeah. Like, 
But can you can you trade away Kirk after these last few weeks with him putting on all those chains and just looking so so icy? Can you get rid of that? That would be the most Minnesotan thing ever. Like <laughs> Minnesota sports fans cling on to their players. Like so, <laughs> I remember in like the twenty teens, twenty tens. I don't know how you say it, but like. Mm-hmm. You know, Twins fans were just like, no, Danny Valencia and Trevor Plouffe are the future. They're hanging out with Christian Ponder and Kyle Rudolph at the That's Twins enough. game or at, at this game and Josh du- Duhamel or whatever his name Duhamel, is. Yeah. I, what's his name? Josh Duhamel. Duhamel. Yep. He's a Viking. He might watch yeah. this, actually. I don't know who he is. I, I don't know actor. who he he's is. In like, uh, he's in like Transformers. He's in Transformers. Yeah. But like, I, other than that, he's I don't to, like. He's married to Fergie. He he's he's married to Fergie. He was. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I I I, I do not know who <laughs> Josh Demel is. Like I, I I I know who he is. I I just don't. I think he's yeah. from North or South Dakota. So if Josh Demel watches this, he should like comment and be like, yeah, "Dude, nope. go for it. Get him on the show. Yeah, yeah I, that'd be awesome." <laughs> and I'd be uh, like, "Who are you?" Straight I, I up. Said, we we were we mentioned Trey Lance in there a couple times. I. Are we at the point now? Should they already make him, or somebody else make him into like a uh, another Taysom Hill? Like, is is that the role that he's probably best for, or is there like still a chance that he could become like an actual quarterback? I know he can throw; he can the, throw far. The fact that he was a first round pick, I think somebody's going to be like, we can fix him. I mean, yeah. that could that could be another thing too. That's another way to get a first round pick. Maybe some team looks at Trey Lance and goes like, yeah, we'll try it. Panthers, Panthers. Yeah. Panthers will do that. Colts. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about the Colts. I think they're. I think. I think they're going to be like. Let's. I think part of the reason they they benched Matt Ryan. Well, he got a shoulder injury. Um, it's because they're like, if we're not going to be good this year, we might as well just be like really not good, and then get a you know an actual quarterback in the draft. So, or maybe Sam. What's his name? Sam Ellinger. Maybe he's actually kind of decent. Um, Frank Reich is pretty good. Uh, he can get pretty good amount of stuff out of a quarterback. So who knows? But yeah, Kirk Cousins still still on the table. It's gonna be on the table. It doesn't matter. Listen, it does not. It doesn't matter how well he plays this year. Teams trading for him is always gonna be on the table, just because teams are always looking for that quick fix to get a quarterback. Everyone looks at the Rams now. Like, look, they traded for Matthew Stafford, so we can do that too. Look at the Broncos. They're hating life right now. Colts are hating life. Commanders are hating life. Like all these teams are like, we're just going to be just like the Rams. It's like, eh, not really. You don't really, ha- you don't have Sean McVay uh, or Aaron Donald on defense. So it's not really going to work for you. But uh, yeah, I am. Um, um, yeah. So I was going to be on the table. Before we sign off, I just want to remind people in case you think it's crazy or far-fetched or whatever. Uh, I once said Carson Wentz was going to be traded and people thought I was an idiot and he has been traded twice since I wrote that article. <laughs> He's probably going to get traded again. Yeah. He'll probably get traded again. He'll probably have another team or he'll just be uh, doing shields commercials what for was, the rest of his what life. Was, uh, now Ron was Ron Rivera's like doubling down now. Like he's my guy. It's like, Buddy, you, you said it's a that, pretty hell to die on. Buddy. You said that Cooper Rush is better than him. Okay, uh, let's let's chill out with because uh, 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 it's not a coincidence that 
every team that Carson Wentz has been on the last three years has like something's been there's been like some sort of controversy around him. Mm-hmm. It's not a coincidence. And it's not right. like I don't know if it's him being, you know, not a good leader or not a good locker room guy, or it's just his personality is just like really just not doesn't get along with the locker room. But if you looked at the commander's social media yesterday at all or anything, like all of their players were like hugging Taylor Heineke and like rooting behind him and like being like, I want to make plays for this guy. He's got that dog in him. And it's just like, yeah, there's clearly, there's clearly a difference between Taylor Heineke, who's fun to root for anyways, because he's underdog and, uh, and Carson Wentz. But yeah. And we also didn't mention somebody got arrested on the Vikings during the bye week. We didn't talk about that. Yeah. I, I didn't have Ole Udo getting arrested on my bingo card. Um, <laughs> somebody got pretty lucky there. First time in two I, years, I don't, Vikings got arrested. Vikings does it matter? Like, I, honestly, no. I, what are you? Are I, they going to do anything? Was, do you think they're going to do anything now? I don't know. It's just I, a mis. I know it's. I'm saying it's just a misdemeanor, but he still got arrested for kind of being dumb. Dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get that's like rule number one of the bye week. Don't get arrested. Come on. In <laughs> big red letters on the yeah. uh on the grease at, board. Mike's grease at, board. You get arrested at three in the morning. What are you doing out at three in the morning? Like you have you have stuff to risk. Don't don't do that. Okay. <sighs> Nothing on, good man. ever happens at midnight. No. Just just remember, kids. Nothing good ever good happens at midnight. But that is all the time we have for the Viking Age tonight. We do this every Monday and Thursday night at 6.15 p.m. Central Time right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. Like, comment, share, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you do, we are on Apple and Spotify so you can check us out in podcast form. I am Chris Shad. He is Adam Patrick. And we'll talk to you on Thursday night. goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.